Welcome to the Word Made Plain with Senior Pastor Tony Clark of Calvary Chapel, Newport News in Virginia. Currently, Pastor Tony is teaching through the book of Joshua. Please open your Bible to Joshua chapter 3. So, turn with me in your Bibles to Joshua chapter 3. Joshua chapter 3. Father, we pray that you will minister into our hearts the truths of your word. Lord, I pray for a prophetic word to speak into this generation, into the lives of your people today. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Joshua chapter three, the title of this message is Step into the Water. Step into the water. Now, in this chapter, we're we're about to see the Israelites. They're about to go into the promised land. Oh, I'm sure that excitement was in the air. They're finally going in. They were just thrilled. They probably couldn't sleep. They said, when we wake up, you know, we're going over there. They're probably just excited. I'm sure they can see the the greenery of it across the Jordan River. I, I'm sure that they can see that it's truly a land flowing with milk and honey. And they're like, you know what? Wake up. Today is the day that we're going to go into the land that's flowing with milk and honey, the promised land. Look what it says there in verse one. Then Joshua rose early in the morning and they set out from Acadia Grove. You know, that is Shittim and came to the Jordan, he and all the children of Israel and lots there before they crossed over. I want to draw your attention to the phrase, then Joshua rose early in the morning. I want to draw your attention to this this phrase because I want you to see the habit of Joshua's life. Joshua rose early in the morning. Just like Jesus would later do in Mark 1.35, which says, Now in the morning, having arisen a long while before daylight, he went out into a sol- and departed to a solitary place, and there he prayed. It was prophesied that the Messiah would do this in Isaiah 50 and verse 4, which says, The Lord has given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak. A word in season to him who is weary. Watch this phrase. He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. This is a powerful word to all of us. If Jesus saw the need to wake up early in the morning so he could know how to speak during the day or wake up to hear a word from the father, how much more should we I wonder how many of us would be giving people a piece of our minds if we woke up early in the morning and got a word from the Lord through his word. I wonder how many of us made the wrong decision during the day because we didn't wake up early or don't have the habit of waking up early to hear from the Lord. I can't stress this enough of how important it is to wake up early in the morning to hear a word from the Lord. I just wonder, notice he says he awakens my ear to hear as the learned. I just, I just wonder about the decisions we make during the day. If we was, would have still made those decisions if we woke up early and got that word from the Lord. I wonder 
the confusion or the the lack of answers that we couldn't give people who asked or inquired about Christianity because we didn't wake up early in the morning and get a word from the Lord. I have to draw attention to this phrase because it is so important because the reason why I say that is because notice how Isaiah 50 verse 4 said, the Lord has given me the tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak. I, I wonder if we know how to speak. Or, or someone says something about Christianity and we didn't know what to say. We didn't know how to speak because we don't have the habit of waking up early in the morning. This was the habits and the habit of, of, of Joshua. He woke up early to get his orders from the Lord. They were about to go into this promised land. So he had to wake up early and say, okay, God, how do you want us to do this thing? He just didn't assume and just said, okay, we're going to, we're going to cross over. We, we probably need to get the construction crew to, you know, to, to build us a little boat. You know, saying that is three million of us. We probably need a big boat. Uh, you know, but the Jordan River is not that big. So Lord, you know, so Lord, how do you want us to do this? And he got up early to get those orders. Look at verses two and three. And so it was after three days that the officers went through the camp and they commanded the people saying, when you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord, your God and the priest, the Levite bearing it, then you shall set out from your place and go after it. This is a great word here. After the Israelites completed the seven-mile journey from Acadia Grove, it says after three days, the officers went through the camp and commanded the people, according to verse 3. It says, when you see the Ark of the Covenant, the priests and the Levites, notice, go after it. The Ark of the Covenant represented the presence of God. Then the priests and the Levites followed the Ark and the people were to follow them as they followed the ark. The Apostle Paul will later pick up on this idea in 1 Corinthians 11, verse 1, when he says, follow me as I follow Christ. This is what all of us want to be able to say to those around us. Follow me as I follow Christ. If we were to follow you this week. We're going to play follow the leader. If we were to follow you this week and we prayed like you prayed, we read the Bible as much as you read it. We lived like you lived. We listened to what you listened to. We watched what you watched. We looked at it on our phones, what you looked at and what you look at on your phone. How spiritual would we be at the end of the week if we follow you? Whether you believe it or not, your children are following you, whether you're following Christ or not. These officers in verse two commanded the people to follow the priests and the Levites as they followed the ark. Look what it says there in verse four. Yet there shall be a space between you and it about 2,000 cubits by measure, 
Do not come near it that you may know that the way by which you must go, for you have not passed this way before. Now, they were told to follow the ark, which represented the presence of God, but they were to follow 2,000 cubits behind, which is approximately a half a mile. Why? Because the end of verse 4 says that they have never been this way before, and it's implied that they will get lost. So keep your eyes on the ark, or you're going to get lost. You've never been this way before. You don't know where you're going. Keep your eyes on the Lord. Oh, I see a beautiful picture here, and I see some beautiful principles in this verse. Number one, we need to keep our eyes on the ark or on the Lord. When we take our eyes off of the Lord, we find ourselves lost. Oh, Hebrews 12, 2 says, looking unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Where are your eyes today? Who are you looking to? Your job? Your relationship with someone? Are your eyes on your bank account? The stock market? Are your eyes on climbing up the ladder and or getting the next job that's going to pay you so many more dollars more? All these things may have their place. But if your eyes are on anything or anyone else, you too will be lost. You will lack direction in your life is what is implied. You'll be just wandering around wondering, okay, what, what should I do? What? That's what happens when we take our eyes off of the Lord and put it on anything or anyone else. Where are your eyes today? On some website that has you hooked? That sort of thing. I, I have a pastor friend who used to work uh, for the police department. And he can take anyone's phone. And no matter how cute you think you've been in erasing things, he can pull up everything you've been watching on your phone. Where are your eyes today? When we take them off the Lord, you'll find yourself lost. The second principle I see is the space in between the people and the ark represents us not trying to rush God. So often we want to get close to God to rush him to act on our behalf. Back it up. Because it leads us into the third principle, which is the distance is you giving God space to work in his timing. You need to give God space. You need to give him 2,000 cubits, so to speak. Give him space and time to work. We want to push up on God to try to push him along. And God, is, God will not be rushed by us. Oh, I want, I want to rush him. I want to, when I pray, I'm like, Lord, we need about easily maybe to build out this whole, you know, uh, uh, facility. Oh, we need about 15 million. Lord, can you bring that this week? Now, there's nothing for him to do that. But see, I want to push up on God to rush him and God won't be rushed by us. We need to give him time and space to work. God works through people. Now, that's the frustrating part for me because people are trip. And because God will not override our free will of choice, so therefore he has to work and prod and work behind the scenes to get people to work and move. And I'm like, get on with it. But God works through people. And, and people, people, people are people. 
And, and God is, and God is also trying to teach me patience, trying to teach you patience because see, we, we are just, we are right now society. We're right now. I, we want it right now. We want to have to wait. Who wants to wait? Who likes to wait? I can tell, you know, when I got older, you know, when we were kids, we just, you know, we just kids, we just kids. We get adults, we, we don't like the way. Now, you know, I knew that I had become a fully grown person, fully grown, when I went to the amusement parks with my kids and then get into the roller coaster line. And this, from this point, it's an hour and a half. I said, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'd be over there with the old folks on the bench. I wait for you to come on off. I ain't waiting an hour and a half from this point. I re- you know what? It was, we were at Disney World. We were at Disney World. This was, kids were small. Uh, yeah. And we, some ride said from this point is two hours from this point. I said, I'm not standing in a line two hours. Who wants to do that? Well, when you're young, you're just excited. We're almost there. Woo-hoo. I don't want that mess. Wait in line all that time. Who wants to do that? So we, we, but see, we, God is teaching us something. He's teaching us something with the, with the, with the time and with the delay. He's teaching us some things to wait on him and be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say on the Lord. We constantly, those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up the wings as eagle. They shall run and not grow weary, shall walk and not faint. We constantly hear, wait, wait on the Lord, wait on the Lord. And we're like, no, I don't want to wait on the Lord. Lord, I need you to work right now. Oh, can you imagine if God just worked right now in every situation? We'd be brats, spoiled brats. Oh, Lord, you worked in two minutes last time, and this time you made me wait three. We'd just be little brats, stomping, fooling around, you know. Mm-mm. So back it up. Give God space for him to work. Give him time. To work things out. Look what it says there in verse 5. It says, And Joshua said to the people, Sanctify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Joshua tells the people to sanctify themselves. The word sanctify in the Hebrew is kodash. And it means what it does in the New Testament, uh, which is to be set apart or to prepare oneself. And I've tried to teach us that we need to prepare ourselves to meet with God. We must set ourselves apart and prepare ourselves to meet with the Lord. When people come to church and leave, say, I didn't get anything out of church. Nine out of ten, I guarantee you that they didn't prepare themselves or set themselves apart to meet with the Lord. I can guarantee it. You've heard me say many times we prepare ourselves on Saturday nights to meet with God and his people on Sunday mornings. We do. So you fool around Saturday night and you, and it will be to the degree by which you receive on Sunday mornings. It, you, you will. We, we set ourselves apart on Wednesdays to meet with God on Wednesday nights. 
We do this by getting up early, going back to verse one, getting up early in the morning and meeting with God, meditating on his word and then chewing. You know, the word meditate in the Hebrew is, is it gives the connotation of a cow chewing his cud. It chews, chews, swallow and barfs it back up and chews and gets all the nutrients and things out. Well, that's what we do during the day on Wednesdays. And we meditate and chewing it all day so we can be ready to meet with God on Wednesday nights. And one thing that's great, I'm I'm great. I'm so thankful we're starting to do it that the, the, the 630 to 7, we spend time in prayer. So just in case you're fooling around on doing Wednesday, you can come and get yourself, get yourself together. Prepare yourself to meet with God and meet with his people. It's a, it's a great practice to have. Look what it says in verses 6 and 7. Then Joshua spoke to the priest saying, take up the Ark of the Covenant and cross over before the people. So they took up the Ark of the Covenant and went before the people. And the Lord said to Joshua, this day I will begin to exalt you in the sight of all Israel, that they may know that as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. Now in these verses, we see Joshua tell the priest to take the Ark and cross over first before the people. See, this is a beautiful picture of leadership. Leaders are always the ones who go first. We go first, men, single parents. Then our families will follow. So you can't tell your families, read your Bible, pray, and reach out to your classmates and schoolmates if you aren't doing it first. You must take up the ark first. Then your families will follow. This is why verse 7 says to Joshua, God says to uh, Joshua, this day I will begin to exalt you in the sight of all Israel. God will do this in the eyes of our families, friends, and coworkers. When we truly follow the Lord, the Lord will exalt us in the eyes of the people around us. Many people say, maybe you're here today and you've said it yourself. Many people have said, don't put me on a pedestal. Too late. God wants to use his children as examples to follow. This is why Paul told Timothy in 1 Timothy 3 verse 13, for those who have served well as deacons or pastors or leaders, obtain for themselves, watch this, a good standing and great boldness in the faith which is in Christ Jesus. The Greek word for standing is bathmos, which which describes the steps or platform used to reward the winners of athletic events. Uh, We see these various steps used in the Olympics to award the gold, silver, and bronze medal uh, medal winners. So no matter whether you want to be there or not, when we serve well, 1 Timothy 3 verse 13 says, God will see that the people put us on a pedestal. I know many of you don't like that. I don't care. Is what the word says. Oh, you may not be put up on the gold pedestal with church leaders and pastors and things like that. Oh, you may be put on the silver level. Maybe you're serving in the church somewhere. You're on that pedestal. But all believers are on the bronze pedestal. 
This is why when a leader or a Christian depend upon your uh, how high God has elevated you. This is why when a Christian leader fall, uh, 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 sins is called a fall. Because we are on a platform. We're on an, an elevated platform, a bathmos, a, a, a different levels of standings and pedestals and steps. God has placed us there. So see, we, you have to understand it. And so God tells Joshua, I will exalt you in the eyes of the people so that they can know that I am with you just like I was with Moses. So as we can see that the exalting, watch this, is something God does, not something we do to ourselves. Because Jesus will later say in Matthew 23, verse 12, whoever exalts himself will be humbled. And he who humbles himself will be exalted. And then uh, in Luke 14, verse 8, uh, Jesus said again, if someone invites you to some banquet, said try to take the lower seat. Don't try to take that elevated seat lest someone more honorable come and then you get put lower in the presence of everybody. Said, d- d- don't be trying to elevate yourself. Don't be trying to promote yourself. See, that's the thing today. You got to promote yourself. See, you got, you know, when you get that resume, you just got to, you got, you got, you got to sell yourself. See, you got, that's what the world, you got to sell yourself. You got to sell yourself to that company. You got to sell yourself and you got to let them know. So, oh, if you got to exaggerate, you know, the truth, you know, a little bit. Hey, you can, hey, you got to sell yourself. Don't just tell them you are a garbage man. Tell them you are a sanitation engineer. That sounds more prestigious, you know. So you got to, no, no. You just be truthful. Be truthful and allow the Lord to exalt you. Look what it says in verse verse 8. It says, you shall command the priests who bear the Ark of the Covenant, saying, when you have come to the edge of the water of the Jordan, you shall stand in the Jordan. Now notice, I want you to notice something. Notice that Joshua is getting these orders as he woke up early in the morning. God is speaking to him. God is telling him what to do during the day. This is why this is so important. He's telling them, giving them instructions on how they're to approach because the, 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 there was a separation between where they were in Acadia Grove and there's the Jordan River and then the promised land. So, you know, were they to try to go around? Were they to, no, God's giving them instruction. He got those instructions as verse one says, then Joshua rose early in the morning. So we see this here. So the Lord tells Joshua to command the priest to take the Ark of the Covenant and stand in the Jordan River. Now, historically, the Jordan River was normally uh, maybe 100 feet wide, uh, but during the fall, it could be as wide as a mile wide and 686 feet deep. It is believed that this event took place in the fall, so this was a serious river they were crossing. The priests were instructed to get in 
the water at the very edge. So they probably got into their ankles. Now, this took faith. The question is, can you trust God to get in the water? What is God asking you to step out and do? What is the Jordan River in your life? Serving in ministry, starting your own business, leaving your present job. I don't know what the Jordan River is for you, but you will never know what God can do until you step into your Jordan River. When we came here from California, I had no clue. Coming here from California was my Jordan River, was our Jordan River. I just know that the Lord told us to come. I'd never been on the East Coast before, never been um, past Indiana where we grew up. So coming out here, it took it took faith. I had a little wife and three little bitty little babies. And what were we going to do for insurance? health insurance and what we're going to do for these kind of things, you know, I I mean, it, 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 this was a Jordan river, you know, for us. I don't know what that is for you, but God is, he has a Jordan river for you. If the Word Made Plain has been a source of inspiration and encouragement to you, why not consider becoming a Word Made Plain giving partner to keep this listener-supported program on the air? As a giving partner, you join forces with Calvary Chapel Newport News' kingdom vision of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. You can make your tax-deductible gift online at calvarynn.org or send your gift of any amount to 15553 Warwick Boulevard, Newport News, Virginia, 23608 and receive a gift from Calvary Chapel Newport News as our thank you. In addition to your financial support, we ask that you pray for the Word Made Plain broadcast, that it touches hearts and generates change in the lives of people around the world. We pray you've been blessed by God's Word today and hope you'll tune in next time to hear The Word Made Plain.